Now, as we've heard, the trend toward employing people on a temporary, not permanent basis is widespread. It's across industries and professions. But as Jason Murphy indicated earlier, it's well and truly the norm with so-called gig or new economy companies. And those sorts of companies have also led the way in attacking conventional workplace regulations and employee conditions. Let's get a perspective now from Dr Melissa Gregg. Dr Gregg is a researcher at Intel Corporation and is the author of the book Works Intimacy. The advocates for gig work tend to suggest that the workers who benefit from this the most are those who want to have more control over when they work. In that sense, it's a positive development. But at the same time, the moment in history when this sharing economy came to fruition was also a time when a lot of people were losing access to the kinds of jobs that would allow them to have traditional kinds of benefits, traditional kinds of guarantees of security, and also traditional expectations of time being predictable. So there's a certain correlation between what's called the jobless recovery from the global recession, where employment may be coming back, but employment of the kind that we were used to talking about in terms of jobs, meaning you get some kind of entitlement and some kind of reciprocity with your employer, those jobs tend to be on the decline. And so the tension for me is who's getting more access to these flexible schedules and how do they differ in kind and in nature from the kinds of people who are losing from this other downturn in the sorts of predictable jobs that may have been around earlier. When we talk about a company like Uber, uh, say, yes, you could say that they have been seeking more flexibility with regulations, but at times their very robust PR would seem to suggest that they are by and large anti-regulation, that they would like as fewer regulations as possible. What should we make of that? If Are we likely to see a, a trend whereby corporations and companies follow that kind of lead and start to, to question many of the regulations and conditions that have been put in place over the last hundred or so years? I think it's a little unlikely that we're going to see something quite as unique as the Uber phenomenon. Again, when it comes to displacing just so many stakeholders all at once, (laughs) I think that it's been an iconic change because it's managed to strike at the heart of a number of uh, institutions that people thought were hard to move. And they're, you know, some of the key advocates for labour in unions and also in legal representation, have had to react much more quickly than I think is conventional. Whether other companies are going to have recourse to those tactics will depend a lot on their financial backing. And that is also the unusual dimension here is that with Silicon Valley becoming such a concentrated location for wealth and venture capital funding, it is a sort of unprecedented territory really in terms of how far um, some of these companies that do take on these iconic roles will really push. I think it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. Melissa Gregg, 